We're in the middle of exploring the notion of growth by attempting to shift our default state of living to a very different place. It all began many, many shirim ago when we discussed the idea of what the Jews did prior to Shavuos. We were talking about Naseh Nishma that in order for the Jewish people as a whole to make their declaration they needed to transcend the level of having a choice. They had to be free from choice. In order to commit to doing something absolutely, it means that if the situation arises where the decision is placed before you, it will not be a decision because you've already decided how you're going to respond in that given situation. And therefore the Jewish people at the foot of our Sinai had concretized with inside themselves such a strong level of commitment that any further actions, any further decisions that would arise in the course of their development as a nation were already pre-decided. Naseh, Naseh, we'll do it. What will we do? Nishma. When it comes up, we'll know what to do. And that's why the Gemara says they managed to intuit the secret that only the the high Melochim, the angels, can understand because they performed an angelic act. What do you understand? Are they obligated in just doing? Precisely. Meaning the angel has no other option. So therefore he's going to do and only needs to find out the description of his job, not the whether he should or shouldn't. So from that we led on to a discussion of what exactly are the factors which determine that state of being and we carried on our course to discuss the internal structure of ourselves namely what we called initially the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzirah but departed from that usage because Yetzir Tov and Yetzirah mean good and evil inclination which presents a picture of the person having a singular entity with pulls in two opposite and deviant directions. He's got a desire towards evil, a desire towards good, and then he has to kind of battle battle out between the two. We presented the picture of the Baal Hatanya that doesn't in fact describe the inner conflict as being a pull of a singular personality to different areas of interest, but rather there are two almost independent personalities or can be independent personalities which exist within a person. The one is called the Nefesh Elokis, the godly soul, and the other one is called the Nefesh Abrahamis, the animal soul. And those two separate personas within the self have all the faculties required to live a full life. In fact, a person can live in the Nefesh of Bahamas and have absolutely no connection to his Nefesh Elokis and be completely functional. How so? To expand. Both the Nefesh Abrahamis and the Nefesh Elokis are subdivided into two different parts. There's 
on a basic level, what we call the seichel and the midas, or intellect and emotion. It's not accurate, but it will do for the moment. There's intellect and there's emotion. The nefesh, Bahamis, has an intellectual component and an emotional component. The nefesh, Elokis, has got an intellectual component and an emotional component. The kind of emotions and intellectual activity that occurs in these different nefashos is, however, extremely different. In the world of the nefesh Bahamis, the emotional root of this soul comes from four prototypical negative interactions, categories of negative interactions with the world. With the world. We, we, were, we need to relate to the world. That's what we do. We we're interfacing the whole time. The question is, how do we respond? And there's many different options of response. For example, how does one respond to the comfort of his bed in the morning when he has to get up and do something productive with his life? Well, there's different ways of responding. One of the ways of responding is turning over, slamming the snooze button, and continuing to sleep. That, in the words of the by Latanya would be called the prototypical middle from which that derives is called afar, dust. It's atlus, laziness, and atlus, depression. Just like when a person's lazy, he kind of stays in bed, he's rooted in the ground. If you'd actually use the best metaphor, if you want to say, well, what is it relate to? If there's an element in, in the world around me, what does it feel like? It feels like I'm in the ground. I'm pulled down by the heaviness of being. I just want to stay there. I can't move my body. It's become part of the earth itself. That's the first prototypical midorah. Sometimes a person is fluid and moving, but he's seeking the desire, the sweetness of life. That comes from what's called, wakes up in the morning, motivates himself, because he realizes that if he wakes up in the morning, he can have a geschmacker, frothy cup of delicious coffee with three spoons of sugar in it. So that gets him up, it gets him moving. But when the pursuit of that coffee becomes an end in its own mean, so <clears throat> what result is, what's motivating, what's pulling him, how he's responding to the world, is through what's called desire. Desire is the pursuit of sweetness, which is described by water. Water is the, the luscious part of the world that creates the sweetness in the fruit. It creates the luxuriating ability to be on the beach with the sea and the, and the vegetation. That's another way of responding to the world. How we relate to desires. We can use for the prototypical what's called the element, the yesoid hamayim. Sometimes we just need to chill out. Come on, just chill out. And all we want to do is speak about the cub's recent history. Now, the truth is, it's hard to say that the cub's recent history is drawing potatoes. Is it really like stuff which is from what's called the Yesoid Haruach, from the fun- fundamental element of air that has no substance? I mean, if you'd be speaking about the cubs two years ago, it would have been Yesoid Haruach. 
but the Cubs this season, El Yasaf, yes. that's ta- that's ta- could be it's a mitzvah to speak about the Cubs this season. I mean, I mean they're doing right. I mean, you know what I know. See what I'm saying? They could go far. The World Series. The World Series, it's called the World Series because it's America and America. <laughs> America is the world. Oh, don't, let's not forget Japan. Let's not forget Japan. Um, all of the, all the baseball America. players are South American. <laughs> 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 it's, world, it's called the World Series because there's no American, no American <laughs> players in the field. Soccer teams? I mean, I don't know baseball teams. So, so, so drawing Dwayne Battalion in the world of in the world of in the world of speaking words which have no real substance, they have no real substance. So when you relate, you respond to the world around you in that way. You're responding from the yesoid ha ruach. Other times, when someone someone dare interrupt you, dare inter- get dare dare how dare that's called ash fire anger. What, who do you think you who do you think that's called arrogance who do you think you are don't you realize who I am fire. well it depends if it for me that was air because it's self-inflation there's nothing substantial there but if I had something that I could relate like if I had some type of high attributes that would be uh, yes Jacob go on four elements discussion based on your first example of sleep. No. Use one example to explain all four so we can see like... No, I can't. Use the hotel. I can't explain, explain to you. Oh, I did use yesterday. Yesterday. You could, again, if it's only sleep, so then it's only sleep. But do you want me to put sleep, all them together like I did yesterday? You weren't listening yesterday? Yeah. When we do yesterday? Yeah. Yes, you want all four? Yeah. In one action, Jacob? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Right now? Well, okay, then I'll comply. <laughs> Come with me to Paradise Island and walk along this almost untouched by human hands path until you come to a clearing in the forest. There's a clearing in the forest and just next to a, a rock pool which has a small waterfall which trickles into it you see a couch perfectly prepared cushioned as comfortable as can be and you say wow this would be a good place to lie down and you sink into the couch until the thought of movement becomes quite frankly also <laughs> there you are and you're just sitting there and thinking this is glorious and you look above you and you can hear the gentle tweeting of birds and as you thinking these thoughts a young lady approaches you and says hello Jacob and you say hi she says is there anything in the world that I can offer you to eat? And you say, well, what's the menu? <laughs> she says, one second. And she holds in front of you the greatest, largest menu you 
could ever imagine. And she says, but don't bother reading it because there would be too much effort. You soid ha'afar. Just choose your ultimate delight. You soid ha'mayim. And it's all your choice. You soid ha'esh. Or if you want to, we can just talk about the soccer scores. You soid ha'ruach. To which he says, I'll have, since it's breakfast, two pieces of toast, crisply toasted, with a smattering of butter on top, and a fried egg sunny side up, a glass of orange juice, and some smoked salmon on the side, with just a trickle of lemon on top of it, for my first course. Oh, and please, do hurry up. You soed ha'esh, because I need to eat it now. You soed ha'mayim while I relax. You have to the offer and watch a Game of Thrones episode. You soed ha'ruach offer mayim ha'esh altogether. That's for sure. Okay, so that's yeah, called. You should have just watched the Game of Thrones episode all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's. All of them at once. Do you have a problem that, is it, is it, that there wasn't enough for Jacob? You want more? What more do you want? You just tell me, Jacob. You tell me what you want, you soida ish. Jacob, right now, Jacob, while you sit there relaxing, you soida offer anything of your choice, you soida haruach, at the convenient time for you, served with fish, you soida hamayim. And chirps, correct. Plenty you, chirps. Does one have to be predominant or can, you can have two of equal status? Would you like to share the story in your life which illustrates that point of two equal status drives coming from two different elements? How about it? Come on then. No, no, no. <laughs> it can be any combination with any degree, right? You can, have, you can be in a situation where there's 80% your soda mime, 20% your soda offer, or 10% your soda offer, or 10% your soda rach. There could be any action is a composite of those. Just like the physical creation can be described in terms of these elements. And there's an earth, which has got earth, but it's also got, if it's damp, a bit of water in it. And if it releases heat, it's got a bit of fire in it. And if, they, and if the heat kind of rises up, there's a bit of ruach in it. So there's all the elements in everything, but some are more predominant than others. Do we have one baseline that's going, like, not, it's a situation, the situation may change, but do we have like, like one or two that is intrinsic to us and all? So the Mesilis Shrem says, the primary element which dominates us and is the first one which needs to overcome, there's actually a hierarchy. The hierarchy goes as follows. The first and most fundamental one that one has to overcome is Afar, dust. When you succeed in dust, the next one up, up, up is Mayim. So the first thing is dealing with laziness, depression, then desire, then then Ruach, which is the pursuit of absolute meaninglessness, and finally, the hardest and most difficult is your soida ish, which is it's so close to yourself, arrogance and anger, that it's very difficult to fix. Whereas the firstest, the first, which is afar, is the easiest human attack. And yes, I can modcha. Sorry? Which? Mrs. Lashari. Mrs. mentions this in Zrizos. He doesn't go through all of them, but he explains how his words is ki afrius. Hachomrius gas al kain lo yach poitza adam betoyrach umalacha. Yes. So the Messiah speaks about this, but essentially that's where it works. And in terms of our own personal development, 
there are many that advocate that as a as a mechanism of progression. That until a person has really become able to overcome your state offer, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, so then you, you know you really don't work on your arrogance and anger. Um, but there are those that would differ with that and they say you can't do it in, in gradations, you have to work on everything at all times because we don't have the makeup, stamina, luxury of time of, of, or whatever it is to be able to work through them one by one by one. Jacob, is that okay for you? Did that answer your question at your own convenience, you say Daesh? Whilst you're leaning on the chair, you say Dahafa. But with nothing to drink, so now you say the man, Baruch Hashem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always have a sweet in the back of my mouth. Okay. With these, the desire, the water could, could play a part in every, in every aspect, though. So someone could have a desire to want to talk about uh, football and, and things which are not. What is not desire? What is not desire? What is desire for pleasure? The desire yeah, for that, pleasurable that, things. That, Pleasure. That, that, gives, that gives them pleasure. So let me redefine it. The desire for pleasures of the flesh. Yes, that's all what it is. Pleasures of the flesh. Tanuge haguf. So even like a desire to want to sleep. And like, that's like that's offer. Everything is a desire. All four elements manifest as desire. But the direction of the desire is defined under one of these major categories. Now, the nefesh the nefesh abhamis, its personality is made up of these different components and therefore when a person responds to the world through these channels he's responding through what's called his nefesh abhamis um, now let me speak about a little bit about the nefesh alokis and then we'll see the correlation between the two because when I speak about the nefesh alokis I'm going to j- adjust the model slightly and instead of speaking about the elements I'm going to speak about the different components if I may if, anyone, if there's anyone here who's still vaguely interested I say you vaguely interested? vaguely interested, oh, you're sorry to offer hey? Never never so you're curious no, you say the offer. And how big of a difference is it? Ah, so let's talk about it. So now, this is the way the Balatani describes it. He says, in totality, there are ten forces which the Nefesh Alokis possesses, which are subdivided into two different sections. One contains three powers, and one contains seven. And there's a relationship between those different components. The first three are located in what we would call the Seichel. He calls the Seichel. We could perhaps translate it as the intellect, even though it's not an accurate translation. An intellectual movement has got three different parts to it. And this is not specific to the Nefesh Elokis, but we'll describe it in the context of the Nefesh Elokis. They are called Chochmah, Bina, Vidas. Chochmah, Bina, Vidas. Chochmah is the grasping of the situation without thinking it through, analyzing, dissecting. It's just, you get it. It's an intuitive grasp. It has, you have everything all at once. 
and you just know it. It's a deep kind of knowledge, but you could never verbalize it or articulate it. It's a much deeper kind of knowledge. It's ethereal, doesn't really have a solid form to it. You know it, but you don't, you couldn't, you couldn't put into words, into structures what you do know. It corresponds to the sense of sight. Sense of sight is you see it, you, you don't need to know what the thing is, but you take it all in simultaneously. It's very quick. It's very quick. Um, you know, if you can't, let's say you you relatively evaluate the, the way that we, our sense of vision processes information in relation to our sense of hearing. So it's a ridiculously quicker amount of time. Something like six, 60,000 times quicker to the processing sight than processing audio, auditory information. And the simple reason is that when you look at a room, you don't start off looking at a corner of the room and slowly move your eyes to the room and you say, oh, okay, there's, there's, a little, there's a little corner and then if you look up, there's a, bar- there's a barrier, t- not a boundary to the door and a border to the door and then there's the door handle which is comprised of a couple of... Co- you don't do that. You, you look at the room and you see everything all at once. If you, look at, if you go, on, go on an airplane, you look at the city, you see the whole city all at once. Hundreds of thousands of people hundreds of thousands of rooms, hundreds of buildings, all at once, like that. If we want to hear about that being described, it would take much, much, much longer for you to be able to get that information in an auditory fashion. So Chochma corresponds to the sense of sight. So you get it all. You know it. It's there. It's in front of you. But there's no... A picture without a caption is meaningless. You can't, you can't verbalize it. If you see something and you don't know what the picture is about, so it's just there. It's just there. The next stage of the mental process is called Bina, which corresponds to the sense of hearing. And then that's when you, as it were, bring down the idea into a formalized construct, into language, into logic, into comparisons, contrasts, analysis, synthesis, extrapolations, you really kind of get to grasp with the thing. And the final stage, which is called the das, is integration. You take the idea with its kernel of that seed of an idea, which is the Chochmah, with the bringing into fruition of the idea, which is Bina, and you make it real through das. If it's working in the Nefesh Eloikis, the Nefesh Eloikis is a set of instruments which are specifically trained, honed, and manufactured by the Creator to do this process only in the realm of godliness. The Nefesh Eloikis functions exclusively in the realm of the spiritual. So its instruments are tuned to think ideas in Chochmah of spirituality, contain them through Das, to contain them through Bina, and integrate them through Das. Then, that's the, an illustration. I'll give you a mundane illustration, and then I'll hopefully give you a holy illustration. The mundane illustration would be as follows. You have an idea that you'd like to make money. 
That's all. It's a, it's a sense. It's not even. It doesn't have a form to it. it. Doesn't have a description. You may have a feeling of the direction you'd like the money to be made in the project. But you, if someone said to you, "What do you actually want to do?" at that point in time, it's just it's more of a, a feeling and intuition. And then you that's called chokhmah. And then you say, "Well, okay, the way I want to make the money is is I want to start off a a shop that sells small three-inch pieces of string." interesting idea and I want the string to be of a certain thickness and, and then someone will come to you and they'll say and this is the whole prose of being well, why do you want to st- sell three inch pieces of string so you say well um, that's a really good question <laughs> so you say well we could use it as dental floss so you say well you can't really because it's too short so you say well you can use it to tie things you say well I can't because it's too mm-hmm. short so then you think, well, maybe we can use it to absorb things. Ah, that's not bad. Stop floods with our new three-inch pieces of string. doesn't go. So it could be in the process of actually translating the idea into practice. You may think that it's not such a good idea. And instead of doing a money-making industry from three-inch pieces of string, which in fact is you say, I'm going to start a small cell phone chain where I'm going to distribute kosher phones to Yeshiva Bochim. What does a kosher phone mean? Kosher phone means it's a phone. Phone's people that you can talk to. Ah, it doesn't mean that everything you speak will inevitably be words of pure genius. Yeah, Torah. It actually changes on the other side. It shocks you if you say something. And if you say Lashon Hora, it buzzes in your ear and gives you an automatic electric shock. And you just say, and you're saying it casually, and you try to get it past the phone, and you say, well, it's, but it's true, and it gets you in the ear. Um, it's like automatic, but it's true. That. It's got like it's been programmed to, to yeah, when, it, when the word, but it's true, goes through the, through the mouth, it, bang, it gives you an automatic zap. Um, and it also is programmed to say, and this is not Lashon Hara, boom, automatic zap. And if you use on Shabbos, it actually yeah, it beats you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a young Israeli who started this, and now he's like a multi-multi-millionaire? There was a young Israeli who started this, and now he's a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah, he went to America, got old phones, came back here. Because he had an idea. He had an idea. And then he translated his idea into practice. Okay, how are we going to market it? What's our strategy going to be? What's the, what's the, what's the kind of the, just the market research? What's the demand like? And then eventually he actually got all the facts, put it together, and then did it. So how did he do it? So now, between Chochmah and Bina, unless you have dice, the, desire, the idea dissipates. The, what the dice does is it connects the idea to your emotional self. And now we speak about the lower seven parts of the person. They form two triads with the final link at the end. Okay, a triad is a combination of three things where you have two initial things on either pole and a single entity in the middle which fuses the above two. And really in these of these ten powers there are three triads and a tenth component. Um, but as I speak, I see that time is elapsing and passing by, and I'm assuming my watch is accurate. Mm. And I reference it the whole time with the hope that it's not misleading me. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
what's fertile ground for an analogy. Gauging ourselves based on something and making sure that it's keeping accurate time and it's faithful to us. But since the time seems to be almost coming to an end, perhaps right now we will conclude this lesson and eagerly anticipate or be completely disinterested, you so the offer, or be desiring to go to lunch, you so the mime, or at long last want to speak about the football scores, you so the ruach, or just will Siegel shut up and let me out, you so the right now, goodbye, thank you. <laughs>